You're listening to The Sauropod, and I'm Shrishma Naik. And I'm Catherine Sherlock. And I'm Justin Zeppa. And this is The Snooze. This is The Snooze. Sauropod News. And now, here's the latest from yesterday. Reporting to you live via recording from a kitchen in the North Atlantic, it's Suropod News. We now send you over to our snooze desk and Justin Zeppa. Thank you, Catherine Sherlock. Catherine, welcome back to the program, of course. Hello. Uh, you are in fine voice this evening, I have to say. I don't Thank know if you. it's the alcohol. Quite possibly. There's <laughs> Would been it be... bubbles, there's been bourbon. You are currently sitting with three glasses in front of you at this point. Point. Tri- triple fisting? Triple fisting. <laughs> Can be painful if not done, if not approached with caution, right? Uh-huh. Right. So one of the, the flute-shaped mm. one has been spent. <laughs> <laughs> I dispatched that quickly. Bit of kava. Goes down real smooth. <laughs> But then, uh, but the whiskey, we're, what, what are we doing? We're doing a bourbon here. Is this a bullet? This is a mm, bullet bourbon. Yes, it is. America style, America style. I'm enjoying it. You like it okay? Yeah. yeah. You, like the, you like the smokiness or the... Rough. It's rough. Yeah, it is. I'm digging it. Ooh, I mean, it smells... Yeah, that's powerful. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. Um, but hey, you know what? We're not alone, are we? Oh. It's me, you, your three glasses, and Shrishi Boo! I was going to gargle my water. Would you like to? Go ahead. Work. We can wait. Catherine does it so well. Yeah. Do I? Oh, well. <laughs> Let's do it. Why, thank you. Let's. <laughs> Let me just. I don't know if I can I? gargle with sparkle water. Do it one after the other, and then we'll pan it one left and one right. Okay. And it'll be Go. in stereo. She's gargling whiskey, y'all. <laughs> She's a pro because she shot that right at the microphone, her throat at the microphone. She knows what to do. Oh, yeah. It's not the first show. All right. Sorry. <laughs> That was not my intention. Okay. Your turn. <laughs> you're, just, you're just drinking. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was about to burst down into laughter and it would have spurted all over the microphone. So oh. I chose to swallow. Oh. Well, I'll swallow. It's a choice. Choices. It is a choice. Yeah, right. It's a choice. So, so we're not going to get we're it? Not, we're, gonna, we're not going to get no. stereo gargle? No. All right. All right. Right, to be continued to, to be continued time. guys we've got a great snooze program ahead but first we have to address some very topical issues that Ooh. will be less topical by the time you at home hear them <laughs> no less important though issue one and actually the only issue that right. we'll be talking about because we have so much snooze to get through we've been traveling through time recently as uh, our listeners will be aware but while we've been gone we're taking a little break right now because this shit is taxing we've gone to Montana we've gone to Wisconsin we've gone to uh, Oregon Oregano Oregano yes oh, delicious <laughs> and then we're going to go to some place that's you know, also very lackluster, but kind of crazy. We're going to go there soon, but I thought we'd take a break, check in what's happening in the what's present time, in right? Times. In recent present yes. time, snooze style. So, you know, it's in the last few months or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but first issue, Shrishma Nike. Yes. You are, as of today? Yesterday. As of yesterday, you are now officially, congratulations. Thank Here's a stogie. You, you are a bird mom. What the fuck happened? Uh, yeah. How did you end up with a bird? How did this happen? <laughs> I have no idea. I came home yesterday and there was a bird. <laughs> okay. 
now, in, in a cage. In a cage. It's a little baby bird. In I your house. He, I think he's he's like two months old or something like that. Two months old? Oh. oh. So, you know birds can live for a long time, right? Like, yeah. Like that bird will probably outlive you. And okay, that's cool. That's fine. If okay. I don't kill it first. No, okay. <laughs> okay, to be fair, you've killed every plant I've see? ever seen. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. See? You've got a brown thumb or a black <laughs> thumb, yeah. I have been not, I have not been known to keep, you know, other living Living organisms, alive. yeah, okay. Okay, I don't okay. have that You'll kind of provide track Provide the sustenance. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, but I've been told I should feed it. Uh, yes, start with, start there. Right. Give it water. Yep, true. And uh, maybe not leave the windows open so it can like. <laughs> yeah. So we should and, also say, yeah. I mean, you just recently moved to a fabulous yes. place. I think we probably talked about it the previous episode, but you've got great windows that would be right. fly throughable. Yes. Also, be careful because birds. Well, I mean, maybe what if he runs into the thing? That's exactly what I'm going to say. They don't recognize like, it. Bangs no. its head. And, yeah, because yeah. um, these are full plate glass windows. Right. I mean, yep, it's right. I I almost ran into it. Right. You know, I was over there. Right, mm-hmm. but uh, we should talk about my new apartment more. Yeah, it's okay, also sure. uh, did we talk about it? But we should talk about it again. I think <laughs> so. And here's to to Heights. Boo Heights at Yaya Homie in Yaya Homie, Iceland. That's all I wanted to say. I think it's the most sought-after address, um, you know, that anyone could ask for. It's a very hip neighborhood now that you're there. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, So, so you come home one day and you are, we'll dance around it or whatever, but like you got a buddy who stops by sometimes and And is in a a position, (laughs) uh, what? I suddenly found myself in a situation. (laughs) And, With then, a person. And, and then there was a bird. And then there was a bird. Sure, sure. Right. An actual bird. Like, <laughs> Not like a metaphor. Right. <laughs> Although, burb. I don't know what the <laughs> bird would be metaphor for. But Yeah, I think a, a bird, well, I mean, if we're talking like a wood woodpecker, pecker, oh, something like that. Okay. I don't know. It's, okay. it's there. We'll it's figure there. it out. Okay. Write okay. us in, info at com. Tell us about the bird entendres that you know. Right. Share, share with the Absolutely. group. Absolutely. Um, so... So you come home, you're like, okay, bird. Bird. Yeah. And then I didn't know how to react. And then, you know, I started talking to the bird as, you know, as I talked to many things. Um, was he there, by the way? Or did yeah, you just come he, home to, oh, okay, okay. He was, he, you know, he walked in with me and, um, and I was like, oh my God, a bird, you know, and he thought it was quite amusing. <laughs> Um, but apparently the bird, the bird is, you know, one of three babies that have recently like hatched. I don't know where, um, this was, uh, procured from, <laughs> but, um, I hope no one comes chasing after or looking for a lost bird or there's no like signs. Of- yeah. Have you already bonded with your bird? I mean, I've been whistling at him, um, is for 10 in- minutes a day. Have you imprinted? Mm-hmm. And I think like we play peekaboo with each other. Like, I'll close my eyes and he'll close his eyes too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go on. And then he like open it a little bit to see if I'm still looking or not. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this actually sounds adorable. <laughs> it's all over one night, by the way. So who knows what will happen one week from now. I, yeah. I can't wait to check in on the bird situation as the weeks roll on here. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we've got a baby bird. Right. You were bird mom. Yes. And you should ask me the bird's name. 
What oh, is yeah. the bird's name? <laughs> this is a great interview technique. <laughs> just, it's kind of similar to the technique of answer the question that you wish you had been right. asked or whatever. You're just asking us to ask that question. I've yeah. been known to, you know, f- uh, force the conversation in the direction that I wanted to go. Okay. Right. You did that in business school, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. We named the bird Tinder. <laughs> Yeah, that seems about right. <laughs> That's very good. Celebrating the great platform that brought people together during COVID. And and brought animals to people during COVID. Unexpectedly. Very, unexpectedly. Very, I mean, it's a good name. It's good. He's cool. Yeah. Tins. Tindu. Tindy. Tintin. 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 Yep, could be. Um, so, okay. So... So, Exciting times. Yeah. What do you anticipate? I mean, do you take the bird out for walks? Uh, He's right now a little shy, so he doesn't like when I put my finger out, he doesn't jump on it immediately. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm hoping with time, you know, he'll sit on my shoulder and be like, Do you take him out of the cage? Pi- pirate style. Want a cracker. That's good. Live that pirate life. <laughs> right. That's good. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You take him out of there though? Um, we tried. <clears throat> he came out yesterday for a while, but he just flew around the apartment. Um, to find somewhere to maybe go hide because yep. I think he's still a little like yeah, disoriented. Sure. Um, but you know, I think with time, but I think he enjoys the view because you know, sure, yeah, uh, Boo Heights at Yaya Homie has amazing views, mm-hmm. great view. This yep. is true. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he, I hope he's happy. But does um, he go back to the cage at a certain point? Does he know that that's home base? Like, this is where the yet. seeds we are. We had to kind of take him back. There. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. And then I'll be curious to hear about like how you change the paper, what that experience is like uh, for you. I feel like that might be the responsibility of the person. Who oh, the oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I only say this because I I, uh, I used to work at a bookstore that okay. had a bird oh. as part of the iconography. Was like, come, our books are great, but also check out this parrot over here, mm. and it's quite a scene. Yeah. Those birds, a lot of personality. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. my first question was, this is going to stink up my house? Sure, um, it's shitting everywhere. It's right. going to shit everywhere. It, right? will, it will shit. So, yeah. I, to so. which I said, to which you know, he said, no. That's what the bird said. No, that's what the, the person who bought the bird said. said. Yes, okay, okay. Um, but I don't know if it's the, as soon as there's a smell. <laughs> we may be talking about an ex parrot. There might be a bird for, oh, bird okay, for okay. sale. <laughs> so <laughs> I see what you're going with an ex parrot. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so you just changed the newspaper. I mean, Tinder the bird. Tinder the I bird. I think he's a parakeet. Yeah, I think I so. don't know what that kind of bird is. Well, next time we're at, we're recording at Boo Heights, right? Get Tinder on Mike, and he maybe he can do a little like sound effect. See, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's into podcasting, just like I am. Could be get a little headset, little mm. headphones. That could be really cute. That real cute. That could, that's Instagram fodder right, right there. Right. Great. Okay. Well, wonderful. Glad to hear it. Catherine Sherlock. What is our first news item of the evening? Firelander snooze dossier type, shipwrecks, romantic, and otherwise. Oh, I had no idea that was coming. I didn't know that you could mix the two genres. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing more romantic than a shipwreck, shipwreck. right? Okay. I mean, think it? of it. I mean, I'm sure it's quite horrific, actually. Well, I mean, like, are there ghosts on the shipwreck? What? Someone's like, go, yeah. 
I, oh my god! I, do you know what I almost said? Someone's going down and like <laughs> romantic with a ship, shipwreck. And thinking, I see what you're doing. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! Right. Okay, yeah. Listen, you call it what you want to call it. I'll call it what I call. It. No. no, no, it's something about. I mean, maybe I'm thinking more of paintings of shipwrecks are oh. romantic. All right, all right, my, you my guys. Brain went somewhere else. <laughs> Per usual. I can't take you anywhere. Here you go, Shishma. Hey. All right. There they are. There they are. That's what you pay for. Okay. Dateline. March 12th. Yes. Okay. This is coming to us from the express.co.uk. Wait, 2021? I was going to say this year. Yeah, this year. Okay. So, is that the same? I mean, since we're staying in the time. It's, it's modern time. Yeah, this okay. is just stuff that's happened. I mean... Kind okay. of recently. What's know. happening in the UK? Uh, Catherine, can you give us your opinion on the Express? How how much should we take? How much salt should we take with this? No idea. A, a lot. It's a, uh, a fistful. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you get blood pressure. Will do. Salt intake. Will do. Archaeology breakthrough as divers stunned by absolutely incredible shipwreck. Okay, this is very promising and. I'll say again. Absolutely incredible shipwreck. Romantic. <laughs> uh, okay, so this is uh, written by Charlie Bradley on the byline there. Good job, Chaz, I'm assuming. And I just caught a glimpse of uh, related articles, and they have a, a very romantic-looking oil portrait of a shipwreck that's happening, and I, my eye was drawn to it, and okay. I was like, became very wistful. I mean, would you take Dr. Girlfriend on a date to a shipwreck? Um... I think I would want to take her, but because I love her, I don't know if I would actually take her. <laughs> that being said, it's, uh, you know, I'm not above stopping at a, your average, you know, lighthouse yeah. uh, museum, that yeah. kind of thing. Uh, if there's a maritime museum in the area right. and we're around and we've got some free time. Right. Anyway, deep in the Black Sea, researchers found what was heralded as the world's oldest intact shipwreck. Ooh. Okay. The vessel had been well-preserved despite sitting at the bottom of the sea for more than 2,400 years. Oh, wow. That is quite some time. How are they dating this? Um, presumably they're doing carbon dating, I would guess. And, you know, carbon dating. I do know carbon dating, but does it work? Yeah. Because okay. they would have the timber or maybe uh, and, food. And also because it hasn't disintegrated, so it's... It's intact, yeah. It's intact. Probably the shape is a dead giveaway. Right, yeah. Contextual evidence would probably tell you like, oh, that's a Greek thing, you know, a Roman sloop. Uh, it's remarkable is condition. That's what I would tell you. It's a Roman sloop. That's what it would. T- don't don't question me. I find this romantic. Thank you. Oh yeah, I forgot. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> this turns me on. Okay. Hey. Okay. Okay. Its remarkable condition was due to the oxygen-free conditions on the seabed, and the boat was found with its mast, rudders, and rowing benches all present and correct, just over a mile below the surface. When a ship sinks to the bottom of the sea, archaeologists usually expect the material to break, leaving pieces of the vessel scattered and broken up. True. But with this discovery made by Black Sea Maritime Archaeology Project and the University of Southampton's archaeology team, the researchers suspected cargo and goods remained with the vessel. Mm -hmm. I wonder if their suspicions were founded. 
Dr. Helen Farr, a marine archaeologist from the University of Southampton, took the telegraph told the telegraph in 2018. See, that's that's well snoozy, well right? Snoozy, yeah, yeah. Normally we find amphorae wine vases and can guess where it, it's come from. But with this, it's still in the hold. It's absolutely incredible. It's to do with the preservation. We have bits of shipwreck mm-hmm. that are earlier, but this is intact. It's lying on its side. It's got its mast, its rudders. You know, thanks. We, I read the article, <laughs> Helen. Uh, it's just not something you see every day. The Black Sea is anoxic. It doesn't have oxygen in the water beyond 150 meters down. You don't have anything living, so you don't have bacteria, which doesn't degrade the wood. So you get these very early shipwrecks preserved. That is fucking interesting. interesting. That's science for you, ladies and gentlemen. So look, Black Sea then, say you want to do some kind of... Uh, eternal gesture. Right. That's the spot to plunk it, right? Yes. That's where your whole romanticism comes That's in. That's the romantic oh, part. Okay. Anoxic environs. So right. I could, you know, you could write a love letter, mm-hmm. stick it in a bottle with some stones, drop it down right. there. You could go forever. That's true. Forever. But did they... 2,000 years time. <laughs> yes. Did they find could, anything interesting in this boat? In the ship? Great question. Great question. Like treasure, people. Um, listen, I don't know what else would be useful. They found, at the very least, it looks like they found knowledge. This will oh, change okay. our understanding of shipbuilding and seafaring <laughs> in the ancient world. <laughs> Was it like an architecturally advanced ship for its time? Yeah, I don't think it says that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have a question. <laughs> this would be the time and the place for it. But go ahead. Can you geographically locate me on the position of the Black Sea? The Black Sea. Oh. <laughs> sure. Let me just make a quick uh, search engine here. <laughs> Do you have any guesses? I'm going to say somewhere Russia, next to Russia. I was going to say somewhere in that general. No, I was going to say. Asia? No, no. <laughs> In my mind, it was somewhere like near the Middle East, you know, like that little, little space. But I think that's the Mediterranean Sea. So it's not the Black Sea. Oh. What is, uh, this is curious. And why is it black? Is the sand black? Is it question. this anionic water that gives an illusion of black? Is orange the new black? hey <laughs> Sorry, we just, uh, we don't have internet at the moment. Oh, no. So. Oh. Are we still recording? We, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so it's. The Black Sea is a marginal sea. Oh, that's very condescending. Uh, is a marginal sea of the Atlantic Ocean lying between Europe and Asia, east of the Balkans in southeastern Europe, south of the East European Plain in Eastern yeah. Europe. I was going to say I Turkey. Kind of right. Yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, that's right. Because okay. then the, the uh, Dardanelles flow into there, right? Straits of the Dardanelles. Eh? By Istanbul, I believe. Istanbul. Isn't there a song? That is the theme song from I Dream of Genie. Oh. Um, <laughs> but you're close. There is Istanbul was once Constantinople. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So the Black Sea got its name mm-hmm. um, originally by the ancient Greeks, who called it inhospitable sea oh. um, because it was difficult to navigate. Interesting. Mm. 
For that lack of and oxygen. hostile tribes inhabited its shore. Because oh. oh. we are learning things on this yeah, program. We are. Anybody who says that this is ephemera, this is nonsense. It is not. I say we have access to actual facts. Facts on telephones that we put in our hands. <laughs> Okay, that's all we got for that. So, Incredible Shipwreck, there's nothing, no further information as to what was found on there. I think well, they said... Well, that's frustrating, there was frankly. The, uh, well, we're going to have to keep an eye on the snooze item. But you know what? You could start as, you know, a romantic getaway tour package. Our submarine tours off shipwrecks. Are they putting subs down there? They got to be putting subs down there, you know, right? Yeah. And then, you, you know, your tour could be... To come see the perfectly... Come see the shipwreck tour of the Black Sea. And then, you know, there might be more than one. And, you know... This is great. You could bring a lot of tourism dollars yes. into the Black Sea. Exactly. Uh, and imagine the kind means, of connections people would make stuck in a submarine for, you know... <laughs> the, you mean like Tinder dates? Or, you know, Kobe's. <laughs> like COVID babies. <laughs> Go, okay. But, you know, submarine baby. What? So, you know, you, you know, you know, like submarines are quite small. Yeah, tell me more about this submarine that you've got in mind. Waterbed? Okay. <laughs> okay. That okay. would be the most efficient way. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Clearly the bullet bourbon is the way to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I get a little mm. next time we're low in energy. Yeah, this is what was missing. <laughs> It's got nothing to do with Thursdays. No, not at all. Okay, sorry to derail your. Or no, I think you wrote battleship. <laughs> I'm glad we waited for that one. Oh, hello. There's no topping it, ladies and germs. Catherine Sherlock, what is our next Ooh, news? I crack myself up, guys. Item of the evening, I'm and us too. Look at us, we're rolling so glad on the floor. File under snooze dossier type, dinosaurs, cool ones, and otherwise. Hey, oh, love those dinosaurs. That's they're it. The, like, they're the. <clears throat> are there non cool dinosaurs? Any. Di- this is it. Are there dinosaurs at the bottom of the Black Sea? There, there could be. Possibly. Sure, there could be. Uh, non-cool dinosaurs. Look, I don't. I've probably mentioned it before. I, I know yeah, I've mentioned you it before. Favorites of dinosaurs. Well, I got favorites for sure. I mean, and I embrace and I welcome all dinosaurs in the neighborhood. Please stop by. Mm-hmm. Let me take a ride on you. We'll be friends. Don't I mean, eat me. <laughs> don't eat me. No, no. There's no need for that. We're on the same side here, me and dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. But the feather issue is what really grinds me because. As a child of the 1980s, I like my dinosaurs to be brown or gray, maybe slight stripings, but let's not get too crazy here. Basically scaly. Pebbly. Pebbly. And uh, also kind of walking upright like a human would. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like old school. Who has feathers? All of them, apparently. It seems like every year goes by, we get new reports of like Mm. feathers found on all the dinosaurs. And there they are, sure as shit, fossilized into stone. Uh, great plumes of feathers coming off of dino butts. Uh, And so even the T-Rex would have had feathers. 
Uh, I think there was there's somewhere. some speculation about that. Yes, I think somewhere in China, perhaps they yeah. found some skeleton. I don't I don't know if some it was T Rex, but, but yes, there was some floofy. They all become fucking Carol Channing wearing feather boas, and it's not as cool as the dinosaurs I grew up with. Why the hell wouldn't you, frankly, wear a feather boa? Yeah. Well, I mean, it is fabulous, but um, <laughs> I, I feel not like if it naturally grows on you. You should have the option to take it off, I suppose. <laughs> Isn't that molting? Did dinosaurs or- wear clothing? <laughs> and if they did, what did they wear? Exactly. How, <laughs> how would they wear their pants? <laughs> yeah. Triceratops in a double breast suit or something like that. <laughs> fucking Humphrey Bogart. T-Rex pulling his pants up. Yeah. <laughs> With his little paws. His little, he can't, so make it. can't do it. Yeah, he can't do it. <laughs> I'll reach his fly. Maybe, he, maybe suspenders <laughs> or something like that then. Maybe, maybe something... Maybe. Or maybe somebody, maybe T-Rexes were, it's sort of a Downton Abbey kind of Lord of the Manor thing. And other dinosaurs would dress the T-Rex mm. on his behalf. He was Because he was the king, king of the jungle exactly. at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or so they tell us. It might have been the Velociraptors also. So, um, Well, they certainly had their own thing going on. Right. They're not without their own charms. Right, right. Uh, their own deadly charms. But hey, we got new news. Okay. Well, I mean, it's older news, so it's news. Right. It's still categorized as news. Scienceallert.com. I mean, if that's not Ooh, a specific right. site this dedicated to alerting be you. a good-ass article and not some garbage. <laughs> science alert. Actual exactly. Science. March 10th, oh. 2021. Okay. Byline. Carly Casella. Carly bringing you all the hot dino news you needed. Jaw-dropping fossil find... Excuse me. Jaw-dropping fossil find contains a dinosaur sitting on an entire clutch of eggs. Oh, yeah. This is pretty good. An international team of scientists has announced the discovery of an extraordinary fossilized nest in China, preserving at least eight separate dinosaurs from 70 million years ago. The clutch of ancient eggs belongs to a medium-sized adult uh, oviraptor, and we know that because the parent is actually part of the fossil. The skeleton of this ostrich-like theropod is positioned in a crouch over two dozen eggs, at least seven of which were on the brink of hatching, and it still contains embryos inside. Wow, what? The ancient scene is unprecedented. It provides the first hard evidence that dinosaurs were brooding parents, laying their eggs and incubating them for quite a long time. This kind of discovery, in essence, fossilized behavior, is the rarest of the rare in dinosaurs, says paleontologist Matt Lamana from the Carnegie Museum of Natural History. Though a few adult oviraptorids have been found on nests of their eggs before, no embryos have ever been found inside those eggs. Since the 1980s, paleontologists have unearthed numerous dinosaur nests containing fossilized eggs. Some rare ones have even been found with the parent's skeleton sitting on top. Other oviraptor eggs suggest they might have been a blue-green color. Blue-green. I mean, fortunately, again, like I said, gray and brown, pebbly. So this is too colorful for you. No, blue and green would be my two favorite go-to colors. So I'm cool with this. I don't have a problem with this. Inferring behavior from these fossils, however, has proved problematic. While it seems the oviraptor parents are brooding on their nests, 
It's also possible that these dinosaurs perished while laying or guarding their eggs, not necessarily incubating them. This is more similar to how crocodiles deal with their nests, not modern birds. So this is curious. So this then comes down to the cold-blooded, hot-blooded debate. Uh, because it would imply that if they're sitting over the eggs, that they are giving off heat, right? Mm-hmm. The, I mean, you're the scientist. You can tell me. Yes, it would be. But okay. Also protection. Sure. So this is what we we can't tell, I guess. Maybe they were protecting it from the volcano that just erupted and the lava that was coming towards. Yeah, it's curious. Like what brought about their demise, I wonder. Because we know that fossils in themselves are incredibly rare, right? Mm -hmm. And it takes a certain perfect mix of uh, circumstances to come together to create a fossil. So I wonder what the deal is with this. Was it volcanic? Was it uh, was something attacking it, or were, was there a mudslide? Was there a, what happened here? Mm-hmm. What do you think happened to the dinosaurs? <sighs> I would say well, there's a couple different schools of thought, as we know. You, your right? school, not. I like the asteroid theory. I'm okay. good with the asteroid yeah. theory. Now, so there's a guy, uh, Bob Backer, is a very famous paleontologist, and he, at least at one point, was not convinced by the asteroid theory, which mm-hmm. says that, like, we got hit by an asteroid. And then they wiped out. Well, just say it, it, it causes, like, instant climate change, right? right? It kicks up right. a bunch of dirt, uh, creates, uh, you know, whatever that was nuclear winter right Right. it blocks out the sun so then temperature you know greenhouse effect and all that um so but he says that it's just like a natural um evolution of the species well just like a a natural changing of the climate that like if if given enough time and enough climate change that uh, you know, if you drop things a certain amount of degrees, this is what we're living in fear of right now in, right. in modern times. Right. Uh, it can just, you know, cause uh, new diseases to come up mm. or, you know, just you, you can't handle it. The atmosphere changes. Right. Um, you know, the, we know the atmosphere was was different back then yeah. because that's how they grew to such enormous sizes. We wouldn't see that these days. Um, so I don't, I don't know. You know, okay. either or it's fine. Um, they're just cool, you know, and if we could get them and put saddles on them <laughs> and attach lasers to them, then we really got something. Maybe this is why they died out. They did not want to be saddled by human <laughs> beings and ridden. Oh, so you think it was a purposeful, you right. know what, guys? They're like, we see that species Time to fall out. on the that, sword. That species at that time being some kind of like tiny thing. <laughs> right. Yeah, but clearly they, thing. Were, clearly they were trying to ride these dinosaurs. The voles of, right. <laughs> of Pangea or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Who knows, guys? What about you, uh, Catherine? What happened to the dinosaurs? Yeah. Yeah, the whole meteorite thing seems yeah. to fit. Maybe. I haven't delved into it too deeply, to be fair. I haven't either. But I think, you know how like certain animals seem like... Um, <clears throat> Like their ancestors could have been a dinosaur and they evolved down. Your crocodiles? Yeah, like certain reptiles, they say like they were like, you know, their ancestors could have been a certain kind of dinosaur. Okay, yeah. So I think they like evolved down. Not like to become smaller and, you know, more manageable as the human species evolved up. 
Hmm, okay. The homo safe, like the the homo. Yeah, X, no, I, I, I think things like crocodiles, that that form and yeah. scale existed well before us. Yeah, so it was, it's the same with sharks too. Yeah. Like they've pretty much well, been the same yeah. since they, they for whatever reason. You know, there's the other thing is, uh, you know, Yellowstone National Park, yeah. right? It's uh, the whole thing is a caldera of a super volcano. Okay, what is a caldera? A caldera is like the opening, the, okay, the mouth okay. of a volcano. Okay, okay. And uh, so the whole the whole reason that you have like old faithful the geyser and all that stuff is there's all this activity underground, mm. and so like it's it's massive, right? And it's it's gone off every I don't know whatever figure I'm going to give you is made up, but two hundred thousand years or something like that, and it's overdue by quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when it does go off. I mean, it, it has the same impact as like a asteroid collision or whatever. Mm-hmm. It, you know, the, the eruption is so large right. that it blots out the sun and it just w- wipes out things. So, and I think the reason, the reason for some kind of like a massive event happening is probably founded in the fact that you find so many fossils at a certain layer. Yeah, there was, there was you know, too, too much dying out at, at in quite a short space of time. Yeah, it was it was an extinction era rather than uh, a natural evolution. Like there was something happened. Um, but I don't know. Hey, who knows? I who wasn't knows? there. We, I were mean, th- we weren't there. We can just speculate. You know what, guys? We do have that rock and roll time machine. Should we put Ooh. it on the list? Do you think we could go back to like... I think we're going to have to. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to have to. And what to. kind of snooze do you think we'd find? I don't know. We'll find, we'll Maybe we can read it. off like a fossil. I'll oh. do some. Because <laughs> there was okay. language then, right? <laughs> and they wouldn't be fossils back know. then. They're alive. So that trilobite is alive. That's true. Good point. So maybe it's just a, a, a reporting. Maybe, maybe we'll actually have maybe to be Maybe the reporting. dinos had a news station. It's just going to be a list of us being like, oh, that's fucking gross. Right. Get, don't touch that. <laughs> Catherine, look out. It's behind Watch you. Out. Yeah. <laughs> Trishman, now it's next to you because there are three of them. But I would totally go to a Jurassic Park kind of theme park. Oh, yeah. Why I do you mean, think that? Bo- I mean. That movie had so, did so well. The movie and the book. Yes. I mean, it's just the best idea it ever. Is. It, it really is. is. And I know it's just Frankenstein. I've said it before. No. I'll say it again. It's just Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. It is. But it's cooler Frankenstein. It and is. I love fucking Frankenstein. Yes. But give me those dinosaurs. Yes. Maybe not the Chris Pratt version. <laughs> the second one is good. I stand by The second it. Chris Pratt one? Yeah. Fallen Kingdom. It you is. You have to go watch it. It is so dumb. You need to watch it. It looks okay. good. Do okay. it for the looking. Okay, it's okay. good. Okay. It's stupid, but it's... It's good. It's good. I, I think it's the Park. second best one. Oh. I think you could actually watch the original Jurassic Park. And then this one. Skip all the middle ones and then watch Fallen Kingdom. And you would have a great weekend for yourself. Mm-hmm. Be like, this is good. It comes... It's all full circle. It's good. Mm-hmm. But they're making a new one oh that follows God. up on this other one. And I'm hoping it's really good because like how many times are they going to recreate these dinosaurs just keep doing it. and then learn shit? that it's a bad decision no, to genetically modify these damn dinosaurs? I love it. <laughs> I want to see it. Even the bad ones. I saw all the bad ones in the theater too. Yeah. Take my money. You can show me right. dinosaurs. Yeah. But do you think they could use the the embryos that they found now? To recreate a Jurassic Park in no, real life. No, they're fossilized. Yeah, they're fossilized. Damn. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, just scrolling down here. In other ways, however, the oviraptor, the oviraptor shares similar traits to modern birds. The sex of the fossilized parent, for instance, may have been male, which suggests the father might have been taken part in brooding, similar to ostrich mothers and fathers who take turns incubating their young. Uh, this is still under debate, but the idea matches other analyses of the theropod nests, which suggests some level of parental care. Uh, as if all that reproductive information wasn't enough, this remarkable fossil has also given us a glimpse at the oviraptor's potential diet. Okay. Okay. For the first time, scientists have found small stones in the stomach of this type of dinosaur, which is very birdy. It is. Mm. Also appears in Jurassic Park, the book, the novel, anyway. Uh, which would have probably been swallowed to aid digestion. Mm. It's extraordinary to think how much biological information is captured in just this single fossil, says paleontologist uh, Xing Zhu from the Institute of Vertebrate Paleontology and Paleoanthropology in Beijing. We're going to be learning from this specimen for many years to come. They found this in China. Yeah. Yeah, okay. They find a lot of these in China. In the- yeah. Mm, good conditions. Yeah. Okay. Any further thoughts on this? Just no, fun times, right? Yeah. Great, uh, great find. Great job. Find. find of a career. But I, really. Like you know, can you find something that could lead us to a Jurassic Park? Kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. So you want you want that DNA, right? right okay, right. okay. So you'll that be impressed. Dino DNA. Exactly. <laughs> Mister DNA. And dinosaurs. Voila. Yeah, yeah. And voila. Let's Dino just stop the show. DNA. I just want to watch it right now. <laughs> That's what he says in the little intro video. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Dinosaurs. <laughs> All right, Catherine Sherlock. What is our next snooze topic of the evening? Okay, a file under snooze dossier type. Thievery, jewels, and otherwise. Ooh, it's oh, it's been a, a favorite. It's, fa- it's a favorite of it's ours, right? The bling. Huh. Yeah. The hot bling. The bling's the thing. <laughs> that hotline bling. So listen, this is coming to us from The Guardian, oh, everybody. Okay, okay. So well, please okay. put okay. on your best, uh, your Sunday best. I, I'm uh, applying my monocle. Yes, exactly. This is uh, real news, everybody. <laughs> gargle, gargle. Okay. Dateline, February 18th. Thank you. Suspected jewel thieves who made millions in daring scams held in Paris. Oh. Group posed as wealthy buyers using sleight of hand and fake money to steal diamonds and a classic car. I love this. What? I love a all classic. this. This is all like Italian job, but like not so. Yeah, as bad. long as nobody's dying in this, this is, I am all, right. this is why we do this right. show, guys. But do you think we could plan a heist? I think I think if we and we don't uh, talk about it on our podcast, I'd be, dis- be step one. <laughs> We've read so many of these. I'd be disappointed if we couldn't plan right. a heist. Right? Maybe we need to go into like heist Maybe. advisement, Maybe. sort of. You know, the ins and outs. Like, did you check for the camera right. here? You know, right. yeah. Maybe, Maybe we'll see. This is reported by Sam Jones from Madrid, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, diligent research, a counterfeiting expert, an identical box and nerves as hard as the diamonds they stole. All right, Sam Jones. Ooh, chill. <laughs> yeah. 
helped a gang of audacious jewel thieves and con artists scam their way across Europe, pocketing stones worth almost 20 million euros and swindling a classic car collector out of 185,000 euro. They made out good. But their sleight of hand skills, if you're using sleight of hand, again, I'm I'm all in on this. Mm. This is part of it. Like you're using magic techniques. That's beautiful. Sleight of hand skills and bundles of fake banknotes eventually caught the attention of police on both sides of the Pyrenees, and eight people were arrested at the end of December following a year-long joint investigation by Spanish and French police. According to Spain's Policia Nacional Force, the eight people who were arrested in the Paris suburb of Bonde ran a so-called rip deal scam, posing as wealthy buyers and using fake money to con their victims. In January 2020, officers from the Catalan Regional Police Force, the Mossos de Esquadra, Esquadra, the Mossos de Esquadra, Esquadra, I apologize to everybody involved, investigated the theft in Barcelona of a diamond valued at between 7 million euro and 15 million euro. The criminals pretended to be interested in buying the stone and using a distraction technique to swap the box containing the original jewel for an empty one, the Policia Nacional said in a statement. At least three people were involved, a man posing as the buyer, a woman who claimed to be an expert gemologist brought in to authenticate the stone, and a third man who was identified by the fingerprints left in the box handed to the victim. Once the trio was identified and traced to France, the Spanish forces sought to help the French police. Phone taps in France established that the three people thought to be behind the Barcelona theft had been carrying out similar scams across Europe. Uh, A classic car collector in Zurich was fleeced of 200,000 Swiss francs in July 2020, while a 101 carat diamond worth 4.5 million euro was stolen from a hotel in Cannes a week later. Police also tracked the gang's unsuccessful attempts to sell the stolen diamonds. Now, see, the fencing, that's where they always get you. You got to have a plan for what happens after you get the jewels. That's almost like the easy part. Whose side are we on here? On the side of the thieves or? I mean, I dig the thieves at this point. Okay. I, was, I don't know. They just have a certain elan about I mean, them. Uh, like, are we promoting like that theft is a good thing? No, we would never. But I'm just saying this is a great story. Okay, cool. Because I'm, I'm pro like stealing from, you know, people who have unnecessary, you know, obscene amounts of money. A classic car collector implies that he's got more than one. Right. right? So, look. And, you, you know, if he's collecting classic cars, then. He's doing fine. Yeah. He's doing so, fine. I'm okay. I mean, I think I can. <laughs> Get on board. Here. And if you're at a point in your life where you have so many classic cars that you've lost track of one, I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Come on. Come on. Come on, everybody. 101 carat diamonds. What scumbag owns that? Sorry, doll. I mean, it's all stolen from Africa anyway. Exactly. They're filled with blood. <laughs> uh, they were specialists in rip deal frauds. Yeah, I mean, you know, they were well-trained, experienced, and on the lookout for new victims on an almost daily basis. Mm. Because what do they say? There's a sucker born every, every day. Minute. Or day. Oh. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. That's my, my fault. Should have just gone there. I mean, you know. We're not afraid. Oh, the no. student's not a- no, afraid no. to adjust quotes no, to fit the circumstances not. of our bits. <laughs> so who cares what the actual saying was who every cares? day? Right. 
the searches also yield yielded 10,000 euro in cash, two jewelry certificates, documents relating to the purchase of a house in Romania, what? a jeweler's loop, and a USB stick used to access a cryptocurrency wallet. Ooh. Okay, so they got their fingers in everything at this point. So what do we make of these guys? But they got caught. They are, yes. So not so smart in the end. Well, wait a minute. We, uh, sorry, we missed a paragraph here. I just saw the phrase pink suitcase. Oh, hmm. uh, shall we? Suspecting that the gang was about to sell one of the diamonds, officers from France's police judiciaire uh, arrested eight people and searched three properties where they found a pink suitcase identical to the one used in the con theft and envelopes containing fake banknotes. Well, it looks like they've found their people. But uh, do we like this idea? The sleight of hand is is kind of fun. Um, have you ever been in the situation where you've been at a jewelry store and all of a sudden you're trying on different things and there's a lot of, you know, where's that ring going? Where's right. that bracelet going? Like, right. what am I trying? Like, have you ever tried to do this? No. Pull the scam? Well, no. Has it crossed your mind? It has. Where she's like, this could be easy if I just. <laughs> no, because, you know, in like India, we love our jewelry. So, so much so that you make it into clothing. Right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right? <laughs> you remember that guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gold shirt guy. <laughs> How could we forget? OG snooze. Love it. Um, rest in peace. Right. Rest, rest in, in peace. Because, you know, he died. Mm-hmm. We go to, you know, there's a lot of visits, on, you know, for whatever reason, to the jewelry store. And, you know, every once in a while, there's one piece that looks real tempting. But, you know, you know better. And Do you <laughs> find yourself... What ha- What would happen if I just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, you know, there's my the family around as moral conscience that, you know, that's and the soci- cam- socially the unacceptable and the, yeah, the behavior. The sensors and the... Um, Stealing Yeah, society, wrong. right. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. These, All these rules these they place. morals. You know. My goodness. Uh, my goodness. <sighs> Catherine, how about you? Ever fancied Nick and a tiara or something like that? No. Okay. No. Which is strange because you're you're wearing a tiara right now. So I am, but you know, this is something you know I paid for with my own money. So <laughs> that's fair. It's your Tuesday tiara. Absolutely. Have for Tuesdaying. In your youth, you know, in our troubled teenage years, um, did y'all ever shoplift? Nope. No. Oh. I got close one time okay. because I thought I was at a drugstore. Okay. And I thought that the rule was, this is my misunderstanding, right? but I was at an age where I thought that like the rule was, if you find an item that's not in its place on a shelf, right? you could keep that item. Like this was my understanding was like, oh my oh, God, somebody okay. left this pack of, I think it was cards. I think it was uh, okay. like baseball cards or something like that. Somebody left these baseball cards over in this bin of sunglasses. They don't know that it's over here. I'm pretty sure I just get to keep these. Like, I've found them. They're gone from over there. I mean, obviously, they would be looking for these if they were missing them. They have not found them. They're here. So, I, for a second, had them in my pocket. Okay. And then as we were standing in line to check out, some kind of reality hit me where I was like, I don't think this is right. <laughs> like, I don't mm-hmm. think this is how the system works. I don't know how the system actually works, but I'm pretty sure this is not right. And I think I how chucked them you? off to the side. 
I don't know, probably, let's say, seven or eight okay. years old, maybe. I mean, okay. of an appropriate age right. to, th- to be that dumb, right. where it's like, I, I don't know, I don't know all the rules. This right. has never come up in my uh, my home life, <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm playing with my dinosaur right. toys at home by myself. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But for whatever reason, I had that idea in my head. That's like, well, if this is not where it should be, then, then it's, it's mine. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Finders. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, finders, a, finders. a bit of that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but no, I didn't do it. Never did it. Okay. Last one for the evening. Catherine Sherlock. What do we got? File under snooze dossier type. Pirates, scoundrels, and otherwise. We always love our pirate news, don't we? Oh, yeah. We get you the good stuff, everybody. Is that what they say? Sorry. Sorry? I? I? What do they say? They say I, yeah. They just say I. But they don't say I? Okay, sorry. I had a little different accent to my I. Yeah. I thought you were going for arg. 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 Yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. Um, Shiver me timbers. I stand corrected with my pirate lingo. <laughs> so, <laughs> so a pirate walks into a bar. Okay, and he's got Aye, captain. He's got a big one of those big uh, ships steering wheels. Right. You know what I'm talking about with mm-hmm. all the the handles on it, and it's it's attached to the front of his trousers. <laughs> the bartender goes. What's that ship steering wheel doing on your pants there? And the pirate goes, It's driving me nuts! Don't laugh. Put them. Alright, we'll cut that out. No. No good? Keep that. No good? It's amazing. You could not see me laughing, but I was rolling on the floor with laughter. I'm pretty disappointed in myself for that. You should be. But now we have you on video. Well, I mean, what's, radio. What's it doing there? It's driving me nuts. <laughs> no? Just, are we going for repetition now? Because it seems to be funnier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny. How? How? How is it funnier the second time? I can make it funnier by explaining it. <laughs> Maybe just go for a third time. Right. Go on. Do it. Do it. It's driving me nuts. Arg. I'm just laughing at this point. It's got nothing to do with the joke. It's terrible. Not a joke. Doesn't qualify as a joke. If nobody laughs, it doesn't qualify as a joke. This one's laugh. Hey, man. Have you heard some of the jokes I tell? Anything. Still, still waiting over here. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> Read your damn cat. All right, all right, all right. Dateline, February 13th. Happy Valentine's Day, pirates people. Insider.com reporting. I don't know what Insider.com is. I don't know who represents them. I don't know where they come from, but they got great snooze for us. This is brought to us by Rachel Hosey. Okay. Rach. Rachel Poo. The skeleton of a legendary 18th century pirate captain dubbed the Robin Hood of the Sea could have been discovered off the coast of Massachusetts. Always. Right away, we are dealing with two things that I love. I have a point to Pirates, Robin Hood. Yes, go ahead. 
Aren't pirates generally considered Robin Hoods anyway? Because they're like stealing shit. They're not giving to yeah, anybody. Yeah, they're not though. giving it away. Oh, that's the key. So he was a giver. You gotta give. Yep. Mm. Okay. Yep. He's a okay. redistributor of the wealth. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I stand corrected. Six skeletons. That's a lot of skeletons. That's five more than anybody would expect, right? right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. In Have, one place. Well, they've been discovered Sorry. off the coast of Massachusetts. Please read. With. <laughs> Thank you. I believe I will. <laughs> With <laughs> We're at that point of the evening. Okay. With one thought to be the captain of a pirate shipwreck that occurred in 1717. Samuel Black Sam Bellamy. Not to be confused with Bill White Bellamy. Oh. oh. What? Bill Bellamy? White said? One of the great VJs of all time. Was the captain of the Wida. And yes, yours was good too. (laughs) What? One one more time. Samuel Black Sam Bellamy, not to be confused with. White said. There it is. Oh. (laughs) Sorry, missed it. Was the captain of the Wida. Driving me nuts. (laughs) See? It's good. Now it's now it's sinking. Okay, wider, not narrower. What? Oh, (laughs) roomy. (laughs) This is all poor bullet, (laughs) bullet bourbon right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Captain of the Wida, the world's only verified pirate ship, which sank off Cape Cod and was discovered in 1984. The world's only verified pirate ship? I don't think that's right. We know about the Queen's Anne Revenge. We know about the Black Pearl. We know. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we do. In theater several years ago. And the other one, um, the Davy Jones ship. The Flying Dutchman. Yes. Those are not real. They have to be based on some kind well, of... Well, the Flying Dutchman is a is a, a nautical legend. Okay. So, no, not, not real. The Black Pearl is a... Uh, Fabrication. A, a Disney legend mm-hmm. created by... Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Uh, the new remains were found in multiple large concretions hard compact masses of matter by underwater explorer Barry Clifford and are set to be examined by a team of archaeologists the Wida Pirate Museum announced in a statement seen by CNN How are they making this connection with just some bodies? Well, I'm assuming we're going to get there, but right. the I like that this is a statement seen by CNN so maybe they didn't actually release the press release or did they did Barry Clifford just write, type it up real quick? He's like, I've only got one copy, but I'll hold it up for you. And then to the reporters and the reporters were like eh. copying it down or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's a strange wording. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Investigators hope to identify the skeletons and potentially link them to descendants living today. Great use of everybody's time. So they have pirate descendants. Well, wouldn't they? Hmm. No, seriously, would they? I think they would. Yeah, I mean, pirates were people too. Um, That's a hot snake. That, <laughs> hot snakes. <laughs> Thank you for that. You are welcome. Uh, hashtag not all pirates. 
I don't know. And if they were known to do anything, they were known to procreate when they came on land. Yeah, but well, it was how they did it, though. It's the, you I know. think there was definitely some plowing, but... Right, but I'm not talking about not the right or wrong sewing. of the I mean, matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, was right. They were I mean, sewing the... Yeah, sure, yes. yeah. I mean, there was clearly some fornication that could have led to descendants, is mm-hmm. my only point. Okay. okay. Potentially. It's been known to happen, right? right? With fornication. Usually that happens. <laughs> Sometimes. That's what they tell me. I don't know. (laughs) I like where we're going with this fornication angle. I think we should bring that back into typical conversation. It could be a whole like snooze category. Fornication. Fornication. Fun or otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, depends. Okay, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, really? Oh, really? Man, this, I'm telling you, I'm sorry for today's episode, guys. No, this is, <laughs> you're doing well. You're doing very she well. Who's on some kind of roll today? <laughs> uh, we hope that modern, cutting-edge technology will help us identify these pirates and reunite them with any descendants who could be out there. Clifford told Seven News Boston, "Reunite them." Okay, so 1717—that is more than a hundred years ago, right? Uh, can you imagine being a descendant and having Barry Clifford show up on your stoop saying, I've got this, uh, box in the old truck over here for you. Just some stuff I think you're going to really want. And you're like, this is exciting. What could this possibly be? Did I, did this guy move into a house I used to live in or whatever and clean out the old garage mm. or something? Box of bones. Mm. Can you imagine? Dug out of concretion. Out of concretions. Not a lot of information on that concretion, Catherine. We're, we're still looking into it here. Did I really miss something? Because how did they, how are they making the connection that these are even pirates? Well, that is a great Because it was a shipwreck in Massachusetts. Yeah, no? yeah. They have not linked the things. No. They have not. They've just discovered them. And then verified to the conclusion that they are... Yeah. CNN didn't verify anything. They just looked at something that this man wrote. Okay. Maybe I... No, I made that part up where he wrote it. But they just looked at a statement that was shown by the Wida Pirate Museum. So maybe this is like an inside job. Like Wida? W-H-Y-D-A-H. Okay. Wida. Um, yeah, so, Catherine, this is a great point. You are pulling on a thread here. I like where this is going. We might have an expose on our hands. This could be the first news expose because they are doing an old, uh, Michael Moore, which is, I'm going to line up this fact next to this fact, next to this fact, next to this fact. And maybe if I just do that, everybody will make these assumptions and I won't have to. And that's how we get impact. Something like that. Did you get Isn't to the bottom of the article, though, just in case there's... No, there is more. The okay, okay. okay. Let's... Mm, okay, okay. Maybe it's not an expose yet. We'll see. But so far, we know six skeletons. Mm. I feel like we need, like, a whiteboard for this. Right. Six skeletons found off the coast of Massachusetts, which is, to be fair, a f- quite a large coast right. next yeah, to the ocean. Yeah. Lots of exactly. room there, you right. know. Mm-hmm. It's not like this is the only shipwreck that's going to be found there. Uh, the new remains were found in multiple large concretions. What's a concretion? It's a hard, compact mass of matter. Okay. Uh, they hope to identify the skeletons. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. 
Uh, Barry Clifford says... Uh, who this, is Barry Clifford? He's the guy who found okay. them. Uh, he's an underwater explorer. Okay. Which does not... Is that they the haven't s- been found in a shipwreck. Uh, well, that's... a that's No, I'm not seeing that. Exactly. They just found these six bodies. They just found some bodies. And then they found maybe a shipwreck? No. They, they had found the shipwreck in 1984. Okay. Super snoozy. Uh, and then dude, very clifford. Nearby? It's a, it's a great question uh, because it just, okay, six skeletons, got it. Mm. Massachusetts, got it. Mm. With one thought to be the captain of that shipwreck already found. Was he wearing a hat? <laughs> that's, that's the question. Or a name tag, or did he have a wallet? What was going on? How do we know this? And then we get the background on who the captain was, Samuel Black Sam Bellamy, not to be confused with... Allegedly. Davy Jones. White Sam Bellamy. Oh, this, white is your, this is your joke. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Driving me nuts. Uh, and then uh, the new remains were found in multiple large concretions, got it, by Barry Clifford, and are set to be examined by a team of archaeologists, so say the Wida Pirate Museum. So Barry Clifford, number one, not an archaeologist, mm-hmm. just an underwater explorer, which means dude with a boat and uh, some scuba gear. Maybe a snorkel. Maybe a snorkel. And then the Wida Pirate Museum, which is in the business of keeping pirates in front of mind. Okay. Mm, let's continue. Investigators hope to identify the skeletons and potentially link them to descendants living today. Got it. That's fair enough. Again, but also, also a but distraction. They could or could not, they could or could not be pirates. We don't know. Yeah, they can't assume. Well, they, they are. They could ho- be victims. They could be. They could yeah. be. Exactly. They could be. They didn't invoke the rule of parlay, so they were killed. <laughs> Everything you know about pirates is from the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Oh, right. <laughs> from the Black Pearl. I mean, why would I know anything else about pirates? You remember of this show that we do. Uh, that isn't. I mean, but like most of the things I relate back to. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Yep. That's fair. So my point of reference is Pirates of the Caribbean. Treasure Island. Do you ever see a Treasure no. Island? Even not even the Muppet version. No. You know, I once pretended to be a pirate. Huh? <laughs> it was actually my wedding day and I'm in my wedding dress as a pirate jump yeah hopping around on one leg going ar <laughs> okay and I, so- and I crashed another wedding on my wedding day anyway uh, what well- <laughs> I was quite drunk <laughs> okay. on Malibu and coke I all sorts of things this I mean, that's a great story as it is, but I did initially think that you found yourself in a predicament where you needed to pretend to be a pirate, where there it was, was like, no nobody here except for us pirates. Yeah, well, there was a whole Arr. bunch of us sitting around pretending to be pirates, and we were just going, yeah, okay, okay, but each the, other. The, and then some random dude at the bar just went, yeah, <laughs> back at us. Okay. Bloody okay. brilliant. But anyway, no, but, but that didn't last. No, no. There we go. <laughs> Well, you're a that pirate. was a fun night. Anyway. You're a pirate. Sure it it, it wouldn't, would it? I'm sure it was. <laughs> um, so look, this guy Barry, Barry, 
He doesn't... Barry the Diver. Barry the Diver. Guy with a boat. Barry Clifford. He continued, this shipwreck is very sacred ground. Again, not sure where this... uh, We're putting things next to each other here. Mm -hmm. Assume making assumptions. We know a third of the crew was of African origin, and the fact that they had robbed the Wida, which was a slave ship, presents them in a whole new light. Their benevolent captain... The legendary Samuel Black Sam Bellamy, not to be confused with. White Sam Bellamy. There it is. Or, or Bill Bellamy or uh, and crew were experimenting in democracy long before the so-called civilized societies had considered such a thing. Mm, I don't see that connection. I don't, I don't see that as a democratic Where experiment. Where did democracy come into this? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're pirates. In 2018, author and member of the investigative team Casey Sherman found Bellamy's DNA in a descendant in New England, and it's now being tested against the skeletons. Bill Bellamy? <laughs> God, I hope so. I really hope that so. That would bring the story full circle. Where is Bill Bellamy? Where has he been? I don't know. He needs more action. I don't, I actually, who, like, you have to tell me exactly. I've heard the name. And the name is familiar, but I don't know exactly. I know him from MTV. I have no Um, idea. Real quick on Bill Bellamy here. Just so. Is it on a timer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill Bellamy. Also, well, Wikipedia refers to him as William Bellamy. Oh. uh, Is an American actor and stand up comedian. First gained national notoriety on HBO's Russell Simmons Deaf Comedy Jam. Oh, I know who Bill Bellamy is. Where he is credited for creating or coining the phrase. Booty call. He was in the movie Booty Call, I feel. There a picture? Um, this is him in 2011. Ring any bells? Ring any bills? <laughs> Ring any Bellamy's. You can do it twice. This is the most anybody's talked about Bill Bellamy in uh, a little while. Maybe in so, a long time. Yeah. And he might appreciate it. We should tag him. We should tag him. Bill, what's up? Bill. You out there? We're giving you some publicity, bro. You can, uh, the border is open now here if you want to come visit. Right. You can hang. You can meet the bird. We're, uh, <laughs> Tinder. We're booking a cabin. We're booking a cabin for the summer. Us. Yeah, yeah. Sometime in June. Right. Feel free. There's extra beds. It's cool. Right. It's cool. You'll you like also it. Also share mine. If the oh, calls you. for it. All right. All right. Hey. All right. Hey. Okay. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. All right, Bill. We'll see you here. <laughs> Anyway, uh, let's get back to this shitty pirate story, which is not actually a pirate story, but a skeleton story. Um, That bone was identified as a human male with general ties to the eastern Mediterranean area. Okay, so this is the one that was, according to the Wida Museum website, the shipwreck was one of the worst ever seen on the eastern seaboard, with only two of 146 men on board making it to shore. Those are bad numbers. Mm Mm-hmm. The Wida had originally been commissioned as a slave trading and cargo ship by British merchant Sir Humphrey Morris, who was a leading figure of Britain's slave trade, according to the Telegraph. However, it was commandeered by Bellamy, who called himself the Robin Hood of the Sea. Oh, he called himself that. He called himself that. So he stole from, you know... And he liberated the the slaves. I mean, is is this where we get to the democracy? I guess that's the connection. It's, it's oh, this is very hazy. Quite this is poorly written. It is. It really is. Uh, the museum states that Bellamy was sailing to his lover, plundering various other ships en route, 
when the White House sunk in a severe storm on April 26th. That is the end of the article. That was a terrible lover. Lover. <laughs> it's just a fornication. <laughs> Catherine is poking Shrishma right now, saying fornication. <laughs> Speaking of, is it time? No, I'm just kidding. All right. We'll (laughs) let you go. I don't know if you had a cold. I mean, no, no. All right. Thumbs up, thumbs down on that story, that pirate story was. I mean, I love all the pirate stories because look at the tangent we went on on and learned about. uh, Yeah, we learned about some great jokes that we have. Right. We've got jokes. Number two, we learned about the Bill Bill Bellamy's career. Right. Who? I'm still done. And number three. Uh, we learned that um, this is entirely speculative. This right. entire story was yep. just made up. We found some skeletons in the ocean. Maybe they're pirates? I don't know. Maybe not. Mm-hmm. But we forgot to say that we found them in the shipwreck. In the shipwreck. In the shipwreck. That we're talking about. Mm. God. I cross reference this okay. with other internet stories, but who's got the time? Certainly not us. We're very busy. <laughs> Raising birds and shit. Exactly. <laughs> guys that was a crazy run of snooze i'm glad we checked back in because had that built up in our inbox anymore i don't know if we'd ever get caught up i mean yeah yeah. part of the whole snooze concept exists because we're not caught up right and the people at home are not caught up either so i mean if we can't even maintain that level of not caught upness does it actually matter well Catherine, i mean don't ask too many questions. All right, it's sorry. A, it's a very sorry. simple. Is there lo- too much logic? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, right, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll drink more whiskey. You know, you know our audience. I mean, we can't handle this. But I feel like the longer we stay away, like longer we do this time travel. Yeah, thing, sure. We lose sight of like some of the some of these <clears throat> crazy stories that are happening right now. Um, well, well so some you know, you know a little while ago plus minus five years yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah I mean we should know the whole idea is that we need to know this right. it's exactly. better that we do know it rather than not know it mm. I mean, people are telling it but they're not listening you know, we're not listening no. so that's what we that's that's the service we're that we provide bridge. exactly we're what are we doing Shishma we're building bridges build that bridge <laughs> Catherine Sherlock, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Well, thank you. Absolute pleasure. <laughs> As always, you've kept it classy. <laughs> Your voice, by the way, still in great form. Why? I don't know how you do it. Yeah. It must be the gargling. Mm. Mm. Gargle with whiskey mm-hmm. whenever you chat. Mm-hmm. Shrishma Nike. Yes, Justin Zappa. Good luck with that bird, man. Thanks, I don't know what bro. you're going to do. We'll see. We'll, we'll check in on him. We'll keep the, the uh, snooze audience up to date as to the happenings yes tinder the bird if tinder's really adorable and is behaving adorably we will get them him on yes, the program you absolutely. know so maybe i can train him to like say words tinder's a boy yes um pretty sure. we're going with tinder we're gonna guess that tinder's a boy <laughs> all right i don't know how to check otherwise yeah that will be it's in the little skirt you lift up oh. i don't know <laughs> yeah, he does, hasn't get lun- does he have a bow me. in his feathers <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he hasn't let me get so close yet. So. Okay, okay. Yeah. It's got to get comfortable. Right. But that will be a great snooze item when it turns out that Tinder the boy just laid a bunch of eggs. <laughs> Crazy. What? Uh-oh, you've got a bird family on your hands. Oh, here's hoping, anyway. Here's hoping. Okay, this has been the news that was, the sleepy news, kind of silly, you know, stupid news, right? But still, we love it. We need it. Sauropod news. We it's call important. it. The snooze. Yes. Good night. Good night. Good night.